What's going on, guys and gals? My name is Chris Tomgold, and this is Ambition Radio. This is a podcast where we try to find people that have found that balance between their life, family, career, and the pursuit of their passions, dreams, or hobbies. This week, we have Shannon Wang, co-owner of Shop 53 Custom Tattoo and Art Studio right here in La Plata, Maryland. Shop 53 is an all-female-run shop, which I think is pretty cool. We touch on that in the episode, talking about how they didn't even brand themselves that way until about a year, year and a half in, letting their work speak for themselves first. We also talk about tattooing as an art form first and the stigma that still follows tattoos and some of the progress that has been made to make them more acceptable, as well as the overall culture shift. Their latest art show is themed The Power of Women, which opens this Saturday, January 19th, featuring musical act B. Steadwell from Washington, D.C. I'm excited to see all the killer artwork that will be on display, so please, please go check that out. Special shout out to my friends in Yannick Youth Zine. They have their own release show this Saturday as well, featuring an acoustic performance by the amazing War on Women at Mad Moon Cafe in St. Mary's. I'm really happy for everything Naomi and company are doing over there. Please go support both events. I think it's amazing to have so much awesome things going on right in my own backyard. Definitely wasn't like this a few years ago, so I'm glad to see things are growing all over the place. Shop 53 also has a lino cut workshop February 9th. I'll put all the links to the events and how to sign up for the workshop in the show notes. Uh, The audio on this, I tried really, really hard to make sure that it was nice and clean for you guys. There are some snippets uh, that aren't the best here and there. Um, This was my own little adventure to try and do things a little bit more on my own. So we actually recorded it at Shop 53, which is really cool. Um, so we talk about that during the episode. We talk about all the different art that uh, Shannon has on her walls that she's done. So it should be pretty good audio. I think it sounds good. Uh, but I am also my own harshest critic. So hopefully you guys don't find too much of an issue with it. As always, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Subscribe on Google Play, on Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, I would very, very much like a little bit more feedback and a little bit more reviews on iTunes itself. So definitely put that out there. Every little bit will help to try and gain me a little bit more exposure and to where this will hopefully grow a little bit more. Without further ado, here's the show. Enjoy. Talk to me a little bit about where we're at. We're in Shop 53, right? Yep. So talk to me a little bit about uh, how that started, where that idea came from, and then we'll talk about your artist work and what you were doing before and now your little apprenticeship yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, just kind of straight out of apprenticing. So yeah, I'm still a, I'm still definitely a newbie for sure. Fantastic. So where did the idea for Shop 53 come from? Um, I have always worked for other people, um, either contracting work or... Um, you know, just straight being an employee. And I just always wanted to be my own boss. I also Mm -hmm. thought that I wanted to be affiliated with something that I thought was cool. Um, For a lot of time, I thought that it would perhaps be um, a bar scene with art. It always, it it was always about art for sure. Um, So you wanted to open up your own little studio? Yeah, it was like a studio, sells drinks or something, you know, maybe have people play uh, music. and Sort thought, of like Metro Gallery up in Baltimore. Kind yeah, of, yeah, right? close to that. Okay. Um, and then just, I guess, as I got older, you know, it's scary to start your own business. Uh, super, super scary. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I just got to the point where, um, you know, I got a little older and I was like, I don't want to be in the bar scene. You know, having a bar, you're going to be open until one two o'clock in the morning that's not cool and that's for a whole me. other animal by itself too. yeah yeah you gotta worry about safety you gotta worry about people being in there causing a ruckus and all that stuff too yeah right? it's a whole thing so um i met mona um she's the co-owner of the shop and she was tattooing at another um studio around town and um it was just, you know, tattooing and art that just totally makes sense. Yeah. And um, so we just kind of ran with it. Um, took a shot. La Plata was the only place that we wanted to be. And, um, you know, here we are almost, well, two and a half years. So in May, it'll be three years um, nice. open. Are you from this area? 
I am a Waldorfian. Yes. Okay. Uh, now I live in Welcome, which okay. is just uh, seven miles outside of La Plata. But um, yeah, I've been here my whole life. So nice. So that's why La Plata was important for you to open up a shop here. Yeah, I think um, we loved the the downtown area. We knew that there was um, chatter of new things happening, and we just kind of thought this was definitely a place where we could kind of make a mark, um, stand out a little bit, and also try and make a little bit of a hub for the art community that's around here. Sure, yeah, because there's a lot around here. I mean, there's tons of musicians out here. Um I don't know too much about the artists mm-hmm. that that are around this area, but I feel like there's still a pretty decent amount of those. Mm-hmm. And then, like even even something silly like the wine and paint nights. Yep. I mean that's become such a big thing it has. everywhere. Yeah. So that that's interesting. Okay. Um, so where you met Mona, and then where was this idea where we can blend both of those together? And then when did you think that it was going to be a viable thing for you? Right. Um. She um, she wanted to make a change um, in her life as to where she was, and um, it just seemed like uh, now or never. We both went through um, a, uh, a house fire, so it was kind of like um, we didn't have any, we weren't in danger or anything. We weren't right. even there at the house, but it, it kind of came to a point where you kind of really see what's important and, and what isn't, and... Um, it was just like, I don't know, let's just do this. And even though I had like, I felt like I had an outer body experience when we decided to do it. <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that, that we did it. So. Yeah. That's gotta be nerve wracking to, to a find the place, right. To find the area that you want to go to, but then finally sign the paperwork and then finally get to the point where you're buying stuff for the shop. And then right. it's just like, Am I going to be able to do this? Yeah. Is, is this going to work? Yeah. Like, what yeah, are we yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> so how, how was that? Yeah. How was that first year for you then? Mm-hmm. It, was it as nerve wracking? Like, is that all you were thinking about? Cause it's almost three years in right. now. So I hope that you're a little bit more comfortable. I am. Yes. With, with everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we did great. We had a great first year. Um, and I, was super driven to, I mean, if I'm going to have my name on something, um, it, it just can't fail like, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to die trying. Um, so, uh, it went great. You know, it went good. We had a really good response. I have a ton of friends and family in the area. And I think people were super excited that it was an all female artist shop. Um, I don't know of one around here. I'm sure there's somewhere, um, but the concept of it being all women and having an art gallery just kind of made us a little bit special, in my opinion. Yeah. And where was that idea for the all women shop? Was that you and Mona or was that something that you were super passionate about? Um, it was um, it just kind of happened organically. I mean, we we wanted it to have we were like, this would be super awesome. Right. This could be all chicks. Right. Um, but it wasn't. um it wasn't like we had a lot of men knocking on the door and we said, no, no, no to mm-hmm. you. Um, it just kind of happened organically. And then it wasn't until uh, probably a year and a half in that um, we wrote on the sandwich board outside, like all female shop and people would come in that were walking to the green turtle next door yeah. just to say, Hey, this is rad shop. I just wanted to say you guys, you know, kick ass and girls rule, you know, all that stuff. And, um, we're like, oh, hey, people kind of dig that. And so we didn't even really market ourselves as an all-female shop for the whole first year. Which oh, wow, okay. I don't know. I, I guess I just wanted us to do okay aside from being all-female, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, it wasn't like I was embarrassed about it by any stretch. But, uh, you know, I guess I just wanted us to hold our own for a little while maybe. Before, yeah, and you're, I mean, um, your, your work says who you are already right so you have people that are i assume coming all over uh we were talking a little bit before Mm -hmm. where um i went to the tattoo convention the dc tattoo convention right last year and i saw i think her name is kim yep right kim Kim representing one of the shops or representing the shop and that was cool to be able to see that and she was booked like the entire weekend yeah so it's incredible to have you know your works start out 
that's your name, that's your brand, and then you have this extra thing that makes you a little bit more unique. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, Kim is a unique um, artist. She does do a lot of the circuits and stuff. She was uh, actually a part of another shop as well, um, part-time there and part-time here, but she's only here now. So, um, yeah, we're super psyched to have her. So That's awesome. So when uh, you're doing the the art studio side of itself, mm-hmm. how did, what is your approach for that? Cause your, your whole history and, and the way that you started is basically your commission work through your paintings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. Right. So opening up your own studio and having either your own work and then being able to, you have a, a show coming up, the woman in power show, right? Yep. Power of women show. Power yep. Woman. yep. Next Saturday. Yep. Nice. Um, and then you've had other shows throughout with different themes yeah so have those been pretty successful for you and how do you come up with those different ideas to curate all this different art that's around right yeah um themes i thought were number one kind of i'm all about telling a story i think um before i worked here i did um interior design i did uh some um merchandising as well um a lot of different art type fields and it was always tell a story of a display or something like that. So I've always found that going into local, um, not here, but just quote unquote local galleries, mm-hmm. um, it just, they're always a mixed match of things. And I just felt like, you know, it could be better told as a story when it's um, all kind of the same thing. It also um, gets artists hyped up to kind of do something, you know, when when somebody asks me, Hey, draw me something. I'm like, I don't, what? what? Like, give me something. <laughs> right. And so I, artists don't like to be put in a box, but they like to have a nudge of a direction. Some, yeah. Some kind of guidance. Right? right. Right. So if you say insects, which is the show that's up right now, you know, they can go in a million different directions with that. Um, and so it kind of, you know, just gives them a nudge, but also gets their creativity rolling to come up with something original. So. And how do you find the the artist for this, or how do you come up even with the the themes yourself? Is it something that you're working with someone else to come up with it, or is it just something that pops up in your mind and you're like, this this would be great? Because I think you've done the insects and you've done even water and yep. food, if I remember right, too, right? Yep. Yeah, we done food, uh, birds. Um, bird show was super. Aw- that was our best. That was our most fun opening so far. We had live, but. Um, eagles here and hawks and uh it was bonkers that's insane yeah it was it was so much fun and we had the um the old movie the birds playing on a screen out front it it was it was just super rad so um as far as the themes go um i'll come up with a few and kind of bounce them off the girls and see what they think um so it kind of is just what gets us excited Um, and then we hope other people kind of get excited too. Uh, this is the first show, the next one coming up, the, the power of women. That's, um, a little bit different than just kind of basic ideas. It's a little bit more of a, you know, a theory and an idea more so as a tangible, you Mm -hmm. know, thing. So it'll be interesting to see all the submissions, uh, come in for that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm friends with a couple other people, up in DC that are doing a lot of different stuff. Um, one, uh, record label. I think that's what they're, they're under called. This could go boom Mm. where they're doing more equality and and women in music and, um, trying to go and and make an impact in the DC scene itself. Oh, wow. Yeah. So seeing that and then seeing what you guys are doing here, um, and it's just all the, all the different stuff as far as equality as a whole, Right. It, it, everything seems to be elevated, especially with, despite actually everything that's going on politically, socially, all the other stuff. So exactly. it's, it's nice seeing all this stuff and not, I think we, we talked about it a little bit, not having to go to DC, Baltimore, San Francisco, New York or anything. It's right. Literally you're the movements in your backyard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to be, uh, you know, a little edgy, not too edgy for La Plata. Right. We do understand we're in Southern Maryland. So, but, um, yeah, and uh, I don't think I answered before with, with the call for art. Um, we do it on Instagram, Facebook, Gosh, and we okay. open it to D.C., Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Maryland artists. So you kind of get a 
little hints of other people and not just the same ones over and over. And are they uh, just sending you the stuff or do you have artists that come in and you feature that specific artist or anything like that too? Um, at the beginning, our very first show, I reached out to um, an artist that was out of Virginia, James Walker, just because I was a super fan of his. I'd never talked to him ever. Um, and I just said, Hey, we're opening up the shop. I, I totally sweat your work. You're like my art crush. Uh, will you have your show here? And, and he did. So that was, that was pretty rad. But from then it was kind of a themed ever since then. So that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so where, where did you get started with your art? Um, you've been painting for a while now, right? Yes. Uh, straight out of, well, high school was basically as much art as I could possibly get into. And then after that, I went to a school that's um, no longer there. It's just the Strictly Art School in Silver Spring. Um, then I went to um, uh, retail merchandising. So mm-hmm. I would do displays, like I mentioned before, um, with Pier One. And then I worked for Discovery Channel. I uh, started making um, weird, random things out of styrofoam for uh discovered you <laughs> you're really? giving me a look like well no, you did what <laughs> i am i'm so i'm intrigued i'm sorry like yeah. that that sounds like it would be a lot of fun i was it was so awesome uh discovery channel stores uh wherever they had a retail section right aside from the channel itself and we had the um flagship store it was in dc it's in the verizon center now or what's called the Verizon, or is it eight? It's the the Capital One Arena. Capital now. One yeah. Arena. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. So it's, it's a it's a gym. The uh, Vida V I D A gym. Sure. That's where it was. So we have these huge street front windows, and um, we would be in charge of making displays that were like larger than life. So we made a twelve foot T Rex foot out of styrofoam and crocodiles and crazy stuff it was That's just amazing it was so fun and um from there it was interior design work um i got to be on curb appeal once for doing interior design cool. stuff yeah. so um and uh yeah and then i i started doing um interior design just by myself and then it kind of morphed into commission paintings here and starting up the shop that's that's wonderful um i so I've done a bunch of different retail jobs and the visual, I think that it was like the visual aid department or the visual merchandising mm-hmm. was always ridiculous because they were always doing weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to just like stock shelves and like sell stuff to people. And they're right. just like, I need ribbons and I need yeah. different art stuff. I need to be able to like hang this in a specific way. So that's a good way to at least get some of the creativity out, right? It was. I mean, even though a lot of times there was a diagram that you had to go with, there was a little bit of flexibility. Um, And I got to be a uh, a regional manager for visual things, so I could kind of help people. And I was probably the one that was like, put a ribbon on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We didn't have ribbons, but... uh, No, you had 12-foot dinosaurs or whatever, right? Yeah, crocodiles and... it's yeah, it was bonkers. Uh, yeah, six foot butterflies that I was making at my house with sharpies and orange fabric. I mean, it was it was awesome. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you want to do now, as far as uh, art wise for you? Is there a goal for you personally for your creative outlet, or is it still just the paintings, or is it sculptures, or anything else? Um, I haven't got into sculpture, so you never know, but, uh, painting, um, is still really popular. A lot of people ask me for commission paintings of their dogs or, um, just, it, it's a whole gamut of, of things. Uh, there's a weird deer hunter painting I'm going to be doing soon where there's, uh, the hunters are off of the antlers and it's chasing the guy that's paying me to paint the picture. Um, so it's like, the deer is the hunter and it's coming after him. So, you know, that would be um, exciting. It's fun. It's different. Um, yeah. So I'm just concentrating on tattooing. Um, you would think that having such a long background in arts that it would translate super easy and it does as far as designing, but as far as the, um, actual application, thank you. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So, um, getting used to that, you know, everyone's skin's different and, um, people's pain tolerance and yeah. it, there's so many factors whereas you get a canvas it's 
a canvas every time. And it doesn't and react. It doesn't react. That's right. So it's uh, it's a little bit different, um, but I love it. Um, it's really making me happy. So yeah. So you've been uh, apprenticing for about eight nine months. Is that right? Yeah, off and on. Um, yeah, and just soaking up every single thing that I can get from the artist here. Um, Kim's the longest one. That's that's been tattooing the longest. So I'll go in and watch her, and it's a lot easier now to pick up things after you've started, you can be like, Oh, she's doing this and that and, and kind of figure out the ins and outs. Um, once you get into it and kind of know what you're looking for, you know, cause I assume that you have different techniques that you would for painting and drawing mm-hmm. that may translate, but not very well over to actual tattooing. Right. So it's different equipment. It's a needle instead of a pencil. It's a, a right. needle instead of, you know, paintbrush to be able to shade and get all that detail in there is probably right. a little bit harder, right? It is. And a pencil has an eraser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a fear that goes along with that. And maybe that feeds, um, me too, to kind of get rid of that fear. Um, it has gone away, uh, tremendously from my first few clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it, it's tough. It's really tough. It, they make it look really easy on TV and stuff, but it's, it's a lot of work. So. Yeah, well, they, they also, like, most of the canvas, quote-unquote canvases, the human canvases right. that they would have on TV, right? They don't move around. They don't really do that much. Right. That's not, like, real world where people are fully reacting in there and they're like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's stretched down to, you know, five minutes where it took four to six hours, things of that nature. So it's, it's um, def- TV is... is a little bit of a fantasy land, uh, for all cases, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's fun. <laughs> so what, what got you motivated to start tattooing? Cause you've had the shop for almost three months, three years, but right. you've only been apprenticing for eight, nine months. Right. Um, a lot of people kept asking me to try it <laughs> and, um, you know, you could do this, you should do this. And I think finally I was like, you know what, I am, I'm going to give it a try and, and check it out and, and see if I like it. And I really do. And we had the opportunity to uh, expand the shop uh, the end of last year. So we had two more studios. So then I was able to get my own space. And then it was like, all right, you're doing this, girl. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> does that help you approach your art at all? Because that fear that you were talking about, does that allow you to take a little bit more risks? Does that allow you to get out of any kind of shell that you were in before and maybe do a couple different things that you weren't doing? I find that um, I work a little bit faster now as far as painting and stuff goes. I think um, I would question myself before and kind of take a lot more time and, oh, should I do this or that? And now it's a lot easier to just do it. Um, So I think that's the biggest impact that tattooing has had on my art is um, quick, you know, and not playing around because you have a needle on somebody, you can't be like, Oh, how should this go? You know, then you just tore up their arm. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) you know, you need to commit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, committing to the, the pencil, you know, sketch drawing and the, and the stroke of the brush, um, is, is a lot easier to do now. So. And then the, um, so with tattooing, you have mostly stencil work, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, you have the whole plan on how you're going to create it. Um, you have your outline. Does any of that transition into your artist or your art too, like your painting? Um, or is it more just freehand? Like you already know what you're doing, you have an idea and then it just kind of flows through there. Well, um, yeah, it's usually a plan. I mean, a lot of times, um, I don't have the time to do my own projects as much. Um, a lot of it's commission, or I'm tattooing. Um, I do try and have at least one, uh, piece of art for each show in the gallery. Um, but it's not all about us. You know, we made it to, uh, showcase other artists, right. but, um, I do get excited about the, the, uh, themes. So I'm like, well, I gotta do this one thing, you know, <laughs> uh, for the food show, I had all the icons from, kind of back in the day, like Frankenberry and Count Chocula and stuff that were um, secretly flicking you off and you couldn't see it. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I made a Utz girl where you pull the chain and it looks like she's going to pull a chip out of a bag and she's flicking you off. And That's, that's good. That's yeah, great. It, was, it was super awesome. <laughs> so I had a whole collection of that. So that was set aside 
um, cause it took up too much space for me mm-hmm. to take away from other artists. So it was on another wall, but, um, yeah, I get excited too. So that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm looking around your little room and there's a bunch of music stuff in here too. Yes. So I assume that comes into a big part in your life and then also just your artists or your art. Um, this amazing picture of, or painting of Jack, uh, White. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Thanks. Um, and then just everything else that you have in here. Like, so where is, is music a big dinosaur jr right behind you yeah and that <laughs> looks like it's signed it is yeah oh, that makes me jealous oh, sorry <laughs> it's, that that yeah that makes me jealous uh so what 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 music drives you and does that help any of your your art your tattoos any of that stuff to get you kind of in the zone and and get you kind of working mode yeah there's a well it kind of goes in different it depends on kind of what the mood i have is i mean marcy is um you know, above the hives and right next to Dinosaur Jr. So it's, it's a mix. Um, but mostly rock. Um, I'm listening to a lot of blues lately, older blues stuff. Um, kind of all derivatives of, um, Jack White's music, like where he was, um, you know, what he got excited about and there's a ton. So, uh, so that's kind of fun to listen to, to hear where, Oh, that's where he got that part of that song from and stuff like that. But, Music's always been a huge part of my life. I've um, gone to concerts in D.C. at the old 930 Club, and um, I, I went to concerts all the time. Like, music has always been a huge part of my life. There's no doubt about that. I wish I could. If I could do anything else, I'd be playing guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just started playing um, just a year or two ago when I turned 30. Um, I always had pain in my hands, so... I have a tendonitis in both my hands. And I was oh. like, oh, this sucks. I can't. So drawing sucked. Mm. Painting sucked. Writing sucked. Uh, and playing guitar. Oh. Right? So I turned 30 and I was just like, all right, well, if it's going to hurt, I might as well, like, make it hurt more. Right. Or, <laughs> or just, like, power through it. Like, I, gotta, I can't use that as a crutch, right? Yeah. So I play guitar a little bit now. And then my dog comes up to me, licks my hand, and be like, you don't need to do that. Oh. It sounds terrible. Just stop. <laughs> just stop doing that. Um, so that that's that's been fun. Um, speaking of music, though, so a lot of um, well, some of your shows mm-hmm. also have um, musicians that come and play, right? Yep. yep. So this weekend, or not this weekend, but next weekend. Yep. So next Saturday, the nineteenth. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Um, you have someone coming from DC, correct? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we saw um, B. Steadwell um, open up for. Uh, Emily Wells at uh, Black Cat, I think, last year. And um, we were just really uh, excited about her sound and her process. Um, she uses one of those uh, four-track. I'm not, I'm not musically, uh, you know, knowledgeable at all, but um, something like a four-track where she'll beatbox and then loop it and then yeah. do sounds over that and do sounds over that and then sing over that. So you're hearing all these you know, sounds and it's all from her and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's awesome. It's my brain does not work like that. So I'm always so super impressed with people that can do that. So she's kind of like a female, you know, Trent Reznor. She's, she just does it all. So that's, that's that's wonderful. Um, I've, I've seen that happen a couple of times and it's, it's always amazing to have a whole song built right in front of you. Yeah. And then have it, be like, how did you even do that? Like, you're not even touching anything. And then you just see this box that's either right in front of them or, like, on the ground. They're like, what What are you doing? Yeah. It makes absolutely no sense. It's bonkers to me. I'm like, what? You know, yeah. It's, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm impressed. My brain just cannot uh, come up with, with music. It's, uh, that's one thing I just cannot do, so. Yeah. It, it's, it's been a, a journey for me. Um, trying to figure out how things work uh, with the guitar because I like you shows music. I used to book concerts in the area. Oh wow! So I've always been the backside of it. Right. I've always been like the the back line, getting everybody together, doing that. That was like my own little creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And then finally, like, all right, I guess I can learn how to play. I guess I can learn how to do this. Right. It's completely different because you have to think about, okay, I, I know what that sound is, but I don't know how to do it. Exactly. 
right. yeah. So it's it's been interesting. And then um, similar to painting and then tattooing, you'd think it would be like, yeah, you could do this. Yeah, all around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like I'm terrible with color, so I've been always jealous of people that can like go through and paint correctly and like see all the the different colors. Oh I can't. man. Yeah. It, yeah. So every time, like, I, that's why jeans and a t-shirt like that's that's perfect can't I don't, go wrong with that yeah i don't know anything else <laughs> right it, so it's it's awful um but what are what are some of the the goals that you have for the shop coming up and is that do you have like a, a longer term term plan for anything that you want to do specifically for here um well we're always trying to grow i mean every every milestone that we make it's like okay we have to make this better you know uh, the bird show, I think, was like super high up there. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to beat this, but I have to beat this, you know. Um, so just growing our uh, our customer base, just making people aware um, that we're here still, that we're a little bit different than your regular tattoo shop. Um, even our, our landlord wasn't super psyched about getting a tattoo shop here um, and told us to our face like no it's not gonna happen really and um so I kind of just thought oh well she thinks that we're going to be like this you know over to the right and we're gonna be way over to the left or vice versa so I kind of made a um a Pinterest board and was like this is kind of gonna be our vibe and this is our thing and we're not we're gonna be different I promise you know (laughs) um so getting that out, um, and we're looking for one more artist. Um, we expanded the shop, so we have one empty spot, and that can either be for uh, guest artist or full time artist. So because you just had a couple guest artists come through, right? We had uh, we had a girl, uh, Lauren from California. Yeah, she was super super awesome. I was trying to get her to stay, but. <laughs> I was like, Maryland is awesome. You need to stay here. Yeah, not not compared to California. Yeah, no. She's like, "Uh, California, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Yeah, even though it might be on fire, it's still a little bit better than what the 30 degrees. It it was 70 degrees just the other day, and now it's going to snow this weekend. So yeah, I can't compete. I tried, but it just (laughs) it didn't work out. Um, when you, when you're looking for someone to fill that, that spot, is there mm-hmm. anything particular that you're looking for? Is there any style that you're looking for? Or is it just maybe just a, an overall vibe of, you know, this is, this person's going to work here and, and we're going to all get along and click. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know which one would top, I, I getting along with everybody. I mean, it's, it's super chill here. Everybody gets along. We were all, uh, friends before we started working here. And it's remained that way, even gotten better friends. And um, so we would definitely want somebody that feels comfortable and wants to be here and feels as excited as we are to be here. And um, definitely, you know, have that art background. Um, We want everybody here to be artists that are still psyched and driven and, you know, are excited to have the guy come in that wants some, you know, crazy bonkers idea um, and be like, hell yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> um, you know, so, so art is, uh, is a super big part of it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things that you touched on, um, I do kind of want to circle back. Sure. So your landlord, mm-hmm. was there, was there just gruff because of the tattoo shop? Um, and do you, th- cause you didn't even brand yourself like what you were talking about mm-hmm. as an all female shop until a year in. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't. So, right. Um, yeah, I mean, she, uh, we, we love her now, by the way. We love her. She's the super raddest chick ever. She comes in all the time and hangs out. So, we love her. Now that she sees it in fruition, kind of like the overall vision of it, it's probably a little bit different than what she first thought. Yeah, I think, um, you know, before we signed everything and stuff like that, she was kind of thinking that tattoo shops were evil. And so, um, and I think that was a, I think that's a, still a um, a thought that people have about tattoo shops. They they think um, you know it's going to be grungy and loud and crazy and things of that nature. Um, even some people, um, friends of mine, um, people that I met as we were opening the shop, I'd say, "Hey, we're opening a tattoo shop," and they would kind of look at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" 
um, like, really? Why would you do that? Or something like that. And um, I think uh, a big mission for us was just to try and change the the stereotype in people's minds of what they envision a tattoo shop to be. Um, so many people come in here and say, whoa, even before like we say hi to them and they don't even answer us. They're just like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> this is really nice in here. And, um, you know, that just makes me so freaking happy. I can't even stand it. So. Yeah, yeah, you come in here and it, it already feels like a way better place. I've been in a couple of different shops and, it, you know, this just feels warm and welcoming. And the biggest thing, it's cleanliness is, is a big thing. Yes. So I think you're right. You have a lot of people that think tattoo shops are going to be like the ones where people go in, they're drunk, two o'clock in the morning, and then... Next thing you know, they come out with a tattoo that's terrible, right? Right, and right. It's just grungy and everything. Is that big bald guy with <laughs> tattoos everywhere, right? Yeah, I mean that's just. I think that's just what a lot of people think. It's it's not the case. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm certainly not saying that we're any better than them. You have to have those shops. I mean, they're they're just as fun. Um, uh, we're just different, is right. all. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> um, what do you think? And we, we touched on this a little bit, too. Um, you wanted to set roots in La Plata. You wanted to mm-hmm. basically stay home and, and kind of impact your own community for the right. most part. Yep. So for the shop and your art and your studio, do you have any goals to better your community that's around you and and maybe give more awareness or um, any anything along those lines? Yeah, yeah. Um with the musician, with our, you know, art show openings and stuff, while we do have um, musicians every once in a while, we do try and give back to the community. We try and find an organization, almost every show, that has something to do with the theme of the show. Okay. Um, uh, so we do like to give back a little bit. Um, I keep referring back to the bird show just because that's uh, the easiest one to remember, <laughs> but the... Um, Nanjamoy Creek Environmental Center, they were here with the birds, and so we gave them a portion of the sales of, of the art, so throughout the whole show. Um, so we do like to partner with super local groups um, just to help out, to reach out, and just kind of have more of a community feel. Um, we are working with uh, La Plata to try and start art walks, like not really, you know, a festival of sorts, but There's also a uh, gallery in Town Hall. There's like a open, um, what do you call it? Like uh, the atrium kind of place uh, that you go into. So I've been um, setting up artists to hang up there, solo shows in there as well. So there's talk of an art walk from here to there with different, um, you know, vendors and stuff like that to kind of just have a little bit more of an art. you know, excitement in, in sure. the town. So, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Because yeah. I think one of the the other things, too, is that with with uh, the arts, crafts, uh, music, all that stuff, kind of being stripped away from schools for the most part. Right. It's important for you guys to be able to have a, a bigger voice and to be able to help out the community and, and let that outlet be because it's such an important part. I feel like of growing up and, and letting yourself. Yeah. Kind of develop too. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it sounds dramatic, but it really hurts my heart when I hear people don't have art classes in high. I mean, that's where I was in high school. It was art class. I don't even, yeah, I can't even imagine where I'd be right now if I didn't have, um, art in school. That's just crazy to me. So, yeah. So I don't know any way to, um, get more community, um, outreach, um, as far as us and them, a lot of people come and they're like, Oh, I never heard of that, you know, business or company before and stuff like that. Um, we're teaming up with we Bean coffee for this next show. They're going to be here. So we're friends with them. And, um, so yeah, it's really fun. Cause there wasn't a place, um, I'm a little bit older, but there, when I was growing up in Waldorf, there wasn't a place to show your art. Um, right. the internet wasn't crazy then. And so um, I'd be like, well, what am I going to paint this thing for? Just hanging up on my wall? Like, <laughs> what am I going to do with this thing? And I want people to feel like there's a place that they can show it off and possibly sell it. And, um, you know, it would just, if there was a place like this when I was growing up, I'd be, I'd be stoked. So. Yeah, because 
so I grew up in St. Mary's, and there's there were a couple galleries down there. Um, yeah, but some of them have gone away too because mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like it, it's a dual edged sword where the the internet is great mm-hmm. and there's a platform for you to be able to sell your stuff and and get out a little bit more, but it kind of does hurt the brick and mortar a little bit. Mm-hmm. So having um, I don't know if you've you've dealt with that at all, but having your own shop. And then being able to do like Etsy and all that other stuff. Has that right. been a, a part of your game at all? Uh, I have an Etsy account. Um, I get more um, business and um, questions about the process and stuff like that from friends, family, from Facebook, mm-hmm. from posting actual pictures mm-hmm. um, than I do with Etsy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Again, maybe, I, maybe that's because I don't have time for my own stuff either. So right, I keep right. doing commission yeah, that stuff. Is, that is a, a good point. So, I mean, but it's a very good place to be in. Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly not complaining. Yeah. Well, um, I, I've talked to this about this on uh, the show before. You know, my sister got a fashion degree hmm. uh, at University of Arts in Philadelphia or some something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Art Institute. I don't know which one it was. But the ability to be able to make money with your art, whether you're a musician, whether you're an artist or right. anything is such a hard thing to do. It is. Um, what, and like, I'm super happy that you were able to do something with your degree that you got in silver spring. And mm-hmm. I'm super happy that my sister's able to do it, but not everybody is able to. Right. And that's, that's where it gets kind of hairy to where do you have that ability to kind of express yourself, but also, I can make money off of this. Right. And sustain myself. I know. It's it's a little less scary for some reason now having a shop, and I don't know why that is. <laughs> um, it shouldn't be at all. Um, yeah, because there's a whole other level to it. Like, you have a whole yeah. business to run outside of just your art. Yeah, I mean, I could be painting in my house, yeah. you know, and wouldn't have to worry about the rent or anything. But, um, but people seem to be, um, you know, art in tattooing is, is, I don't know. They don't think of it at the same as, you know, paint commission to do a painting. So, you know, tattooing is still doing your, your artwork that, um, quite frankly, just sells more, you know, and more consistently really. Yeah. I don't, I don't think people understand the, the amount of effort and the amount of learning that you have to do when you're talking to a person that tattoos for a living. Yeah. It's a ton. Yeah, it's a ton. So that's why we, I really am happy that all of us are artists because all the fundamentals are there of designing and drawing and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a weird industry. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think keeps you driven the most? To is it a sense of security now that you see that your shop is going? Is it the the ability to kind of conquer your own fear of? Some of that stuff where you're tattooing and you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is fine. I can do this now. It's OK. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm not the type of person that will ever be OK. I'll always be nervous. And um, and that I think uh, if I had a tattoo person, I'd want them to be nervous, too. Like I I'm never going to be like, I got this. This is this is easy because, <laughs> um, you know, I just want to be on my game. And um, yeah, there will always be a fear of messing up something. Right. So regrets that's always my favorite uh snickers commercial right seeing that on there like sorry man yeah sorry dude (laughs) i didn't have my dr pepper today or that's what i'm (laughs) that's what i'm addicted to but um yeah i mean just keeping the drive going and and pushing the envelope just enough to be a little bit edgy as far as the plata goes um you know, our slogan is, is bitches hustle. Um, <laughs> we have t-shirts and stuff that say it, which is fantastic. Um, thanks. And, um, so, you know, just always hustling. I'm always thinking of new ideas. My brain really just, um, doesn't stop, uh, ever. It's, it's very hard for me to just sit down and even watch a TV show without thinking I should post this or this is, that would be good content for this or, Oh, that's a good show idea. It just doesn't turn off. I need I need a little bit of that. Like if yeah. you can give me a little bit of that, and I'll give you the fact that I just don't want to do anything when I get home. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can watch a show and be okay. Yeah. But 
well, thinking and doing are two different things. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm still Fair watching enough. the TV, but my, I am thinking. So if I could bottle up a hustle, I mean, we'd probably be in a bigger space than we would be right, here. Right. <laughs> or yes. maybe we'd be on an island somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just need a bitch's hustle shirt. Yeah, maybe. maybe that'll give maybe. you the power. <laughs> I just need to stare at it the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> just put it right next to the TV to where when I, whenever I decide to pick up a, a game controller or the remote and just like... Go do something with your life. Yeah, it'll yell at you and be like, you're a slacker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, we, we talked about it uh, a little bit before, you know, that I've been doing this for a little bit. Um, but there was there was a time where I just didn't feel like doing anything. And I finally was like, all right, you have four or five, six episodes in the can. You need to get this stuff out. Like, this is the only way that I felt like any kind of creative outlet for the past, you know, however many years. And it's just like, okay, I guess I should release this stuff. I guess I should stop, <laughs> like, being a baby and, and stop being nervous and stop, like, I already know what my voice sounds like. It's terrible. I just I hate that. I don't even yeah. think I'll even listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I will. But, uh, well, it, it, is it lack of excitement of things? No, it's it's just, I think, once you get into a, a rut, like, it's it's tough to get out. And it that, is. That's kind of the the whole point of of the show is to try and figure out you know those people that have been able to kind of figure it out a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe they're just wired that way, right? Maybe they they just think so many things, and then whether you're able to think of all the stuff and actually do it is is the next step to it. Right. Um. I I I definitely don't think I've figured anything out for sure. <laughs> there. Uh, so I wouldn't say that's the case at all. I think um just just pushing through it, just pushing through, um, the fear, just pushing through the rut and finding something that gets you excited, that will start the ball rolling, you know, and believing in yourself, I guess, um, is a tough one. I wouldn't really think that I do, but I, I guess I have to, to keep going. Um, and I have a super awesome team, you know, um, Mona gets super excited about, um, things that, that I get excited about. Um, Leah is always, uh, she's always super excited about to do things and, uh, always has ideas and, um, she's just as invested in the shop as we are. It feels like sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, with the art gallery, um, opening themes and, and stuff like that. It's just, um, it's a super creative atmosphere. So it's hard, um, to kind of slow down when you're surrounded by people that aren't slowing down either. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's probably even better. Um, I've I've talked about this a little bit with some of the recording studios, mm-hmm. where the the whole idea is to try and make a space that f- you feel comfortable in, you feel safe in, to yep. let that creativity just flow and yeah. pop, and like you're you're okay to take risks, you're okay to do everything else that you want to, mm-hmm. and then having having that person to where it you can feedback off of, right, and and get that ball rolling again has got to be wonderful for you right yeah it's it's awesome you know if I'm like stuck on a drawing or something I'll ask one of the girls here like hey what do you think this thing's weird what's what's going what's wrong with it and they'll be like oh it's this I'll be like oh damn you're right (laughs) and then it'll get better or they'll be like oh have you thought about doing this or that and it's always a good suggestion um but yeah being being around people and being in a in a um, cool atmosphere where you have that space and you're not in a box, you know, uh, definitely helps. So this doing you doing it by yourself is, yeah, you don't have that. So, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's your dog and your cat are not yeah. like, yay, go. No, no, no. They're usually looking at me and like, why aren't you petting me? Like yeah. you, you should be just paying attention to me. Yeah. Who are you talking to? Or... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, for uh, on a business level, mm-hmm. has La Plata more or less accepted accepted you guys? Uh, have you been able to make friends? You talked about Webeam. Yep. Have you been able to make friends and relationships with a lot of the other uh, businesses that are around here and, and kind of talk to them and figure out what worked for them, what didn't work for them, and see if that helps your shop at all? I um I went to a lot of different shops around here beforehand, so I was um, friends with a bunch of people in the town um Donnie at the loft has been cutting my hair for like 20 some years I think um 
I I started um, I met Keith when he was at the the little tiny shop on Six. That was Island um, Music, right? Island Music. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you for okay. uh, clarifying. Um, I went to Casey Jones all the time, um, so I knew all of those guys. And um, my mom worked for a bank um, that's here, that's now uh, Community Bank. Mm-hmm. So she knew a bunch of people. And since then, I've just met more people, birds of a feather. Um, photographers are super awesome. I've teamed up with them on a bunch of projects. And, um, yeah, I think people um, seem to really be open to us. We've had a lot of clientele that are... Um, you wouldn't think walking down the street that they would ever have a tattoo, but mm-hmm. they, but they do, um, which makes us kind of happy and fun. We're like, Oh wow, she's look what she's hiding. <laughs> um, and that's, that's super fun. So yeah, I, I, I've got nothing but love, um, from this town so far. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that, uh, I noticed as even in the corporate world, tattoos have become a lot more acceptable. Right. So when, um, when I first started working where I work now, we were a shirt and tie. Oh, wow. And now we're T-shirts and jeans and let it let it go. Right. And that's a big corporation. And everybody else has kind of followed suit with that. Yeah, they have. Uh, nurses, teachers. Um, yeah, we tattoo a ton of teachers. I'm like, is this cool with them? And um, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, a lot of different industries are kind of saying, you know what, that's okay. And and I think a lot of it is because there's so much more art involved in it. Um, you know, a lot of shops have flash on the wall, which are the, you know, pre-drawn mm-hmm. designs, um, which we don't have because we want you to kind of have something that's a little bit unique to us. Um, of course, some designs you can't really change too much, but, um, and some people will say, I want this, you know, and it's already pre-done and that's fine too. Um but um, lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I totally forgot where I was well, going. So what are the? I think you were you're right. Where uh, the stigma of having a tattoo, right? Thank has you. Eased up quite yes. a bit. Yeah, because it's different and it's um, unique, and it's it's. It, I think I hope that it's leaning more towards another art form as opposed to you know, some type of criticism of your character, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, now that it's more prevalent, instead of those people thinking that it's just that shady, uh, back room where you get right. tattooed yeah. or it's your friend that's coming over to tattoo you or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, that it is way more of an art form. I think some of the TV shows have helped that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's probably helped everybody in the tattoo business itself. Um, but hopefully seeing it more of a, as an art form and understanding all the different things that go into it yeah. is, is hopefully going to get more people even more involved with it. And, right. You know, I got friends that that's what they want to do. They, they're artists first they're drawing they're painting whatever yep. but then they see the fact that oh i can tattoo people i can make money off of this mm-hmm. and not only that but it's still my expressive 